0: Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Uh. Your heavenly father is always available for you to come into his presence. Today on the Believer's Voice of Victory, Kenneth Copeland illustrates how to prepare your petition and ask God in faith. Now, here's Kenneth. Well, let's take a look at that again, Romans 4, 16. Therefore, it is of faith so that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed." Now, remember Galatians 3:29. And if you be Christ or if you be in Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise? Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. So it's Abraham's promise. Amen. It's Abraham's faith. Amen. Amen. And we're being blessed with the same faith. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't get Abraham's blessing with Thomas's faith. Right. <laughs> you can't do it. That's right. Now, now, now watch it. Watch this. To the end the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to only that which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who's the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him, or like him in his presence, whom he believed even God, who quickeneth the dead, and called those things be not as though they were, who against hope believed, in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. Old man, you don't count. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Old woman, you don't count either. He staggered not at the promise of God. He staggered not at the promise of God. Through unbelief. But was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Well, Brother Copeland, you know, uh, God has entrusted me with this sickness. <laughs> oh, listen! Don't laugh. People, pe- people, people are saying that. We, you and know, I, don't hear it much because we we've been separated from it a long time. But there are people that still think like this. And Brother Hagan brought up the fact that there's there are people that that preached. Well, it's just there's just very special people that God can trust with cancer. <laughs> now, folks, that's right out of the pit of hell. Amen. Yes. So, now, not staggering at the promise of God through unbelief, but strong in faith, giving glory to God. That's what gives glory to God. That's what gives glory to God. Now, stay with me. Being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Now, let's go to Mark chapter 11. can we see calling things that be not in Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24, and 25. Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God, or have the faith of God. For verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Now then, let's go to Hebrews chapter 3, Hebrews 3. Say, well, what does this have to do with the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Everything, everything. Faith has to do with everything because all of it's by grace. Now then, wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle or the one God sent, And high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. God, now notice the word Christ Jesus. Christ is not Jesus' last name and it's not his title. Christ is the Greek translation of the Hebrew word Messiah. And the Hebrew word Messiah and the Greek word Christ, literally translated, is anointed or anointing. A Greek person that sends a boy to the store, he's an apostle, mm-hmm. little A. Because yeah. right. that never was translated. That's the sent one. That's but one, one that God sent, big A. Mm-hmm. Now notice, the one, consider. Say consider. consider. Consider the one that God sent, to be high priest. That word priest comes from the same word, in fact, we studied it last week, comes from the same word translated administration. An administrator. A minister. A priest. That's where we get the word ministry. A minister. An administer one who administers. He's part of the administration. Okay. Christ Jesus. Oh, so now we know what the Father has anointed Jesus to do and to be as the high administrator over our profession. That's what he's anointed to do and be. Is back our confession of his Word. You follow me now? Yes, sir. All right. Now, let's go back. Mark eleven twenty three, 23. And notice here that I now have the words of Jesus on this. Whosoever, okay, that's me. All right. Yes, sir. Whosoever means me, yes. And, uh, shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and cast into the sea." So I'm authorized to do that. That's right. mm-hmm. But it doesn't stop there. I have Hebrews 3, 1 as my witness that Jesus is backing what I'm saying. That's right? right? out of the mouth of two witnesses. amen. 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 Mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. Thank you, Lord. I desire that mountain to be moved. I believe I received it when I said it. As far as I'm concerned, I am now blessed because you are my high priest. You are the administrator behind what I just said. And as far as I'm concerned, I am living in a mountain-free environment. Amen. Thank God the mountain's gone. Am I calling things to be not as though they were? Yes. yes. That's right. Thank you, sir. Right. Okay. Let's go over then to the Gospel of John once again, right where we were before in the 14th chapter. Verse 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also greater works than these shall he do? Because I go unto my Father, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I'll do it. And we've already established that the Greek word translated ask here is also translated demand. I just got my third witness (laughs) (laughs) out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. I demand the removal of that mountain in the name of Jesus. I'm not demanding something from Jesus. I'm putting a demand on the mountain. Isn't that what Peter and John did at the beautiful gate? Of course it did. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Put a demand on the name. Jesus said you do that, I'll do it. That's right. I'll back it. Now, how do I know he'll back it? Hey, he's my administrator. Amen. Amen? So now what do I have? I've got an old covenant testimony, which see the Gospel of John, we know it's in the New Testament, but it was Jesus ministering under the old covenant. That's right. oh, yeah. So we have an old covenant backing. We got a new covenant backing. That's right. Amen. Amen. Man, we in business here. <laughs> we are in business. That's right. Hallelujah. Boy, yeah. oh, it's shouting time in the household yeah. of faith tonight. Yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, Notice what Jesus said in talking about that very thing right there. He said, back up there. Verily, verily, I say to you who believeth on me the works that I do is do also greater work than these do, to go to because I go to my Father. Verse 16 I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter. A help comforter, helper, standby counselor, intercessor, a, a <laughs> strengthener, and standby. Glory to God. Standby power. That he may abide with you forever. Another comforter. Another one. Jesus was their comforter. He was their helper. He was their counselor. He was their intercessor. He was their standby. He was standing by all the time. He was, he was asleep in the boat. And like we said last week, the only difference between Jesus and the Holy Ghost is the Holy Ghost don't sleep in the boat, brother. <laughs> Amen. He never sleeps. Amen. That's the reason he said, it's more expedient for you that I go away. Right. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, right, yeah. I have to sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sending you one that don't ever sleep. Yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. Oh, whether well, helped you, but I don't preach me happy. Yeah. Glory yeah. to God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Wow. So he's working when you're sleeping. Right. Right. And you know, if if you'll train yourself to do this, you you can go to sleep by faith. I haven't used an alarm clock in almost forty years, <laughs> God. brother. Hoping I never would be on work at work on time. No, you're right. You better get you two, or three clocks. <laughs> with that kind of unbelief, darling, you probably late with the clock. <laughs> I know I ain't going. I, ain't no, I might I'm all put that on you. <laughs> no, no. And and you you just. You, you just take the hundred and twenty seventh psalm, thank God he gives his beloved sleep and thank thank the Lord God we're in the beloved, we are his beloved yeah. and, and you know I just well, I just receive it by faith, I call myself asleep That's right. yeah, I call myself asleep i and and I got a revelation out of this way back about the uh i don't know probably. Well, anyway, it was just a very, when I first got hold of this, that, that I could even do that. And I said, thank you, Father. I am fast asleep. And I thought, I never knew what that meant all right now. I'm going to sleep fast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I am fast <laughs> I am sound Amen. asleep. Yes, you get up in the middle of the night and you think, oh no, oh, I, oh, I hope I can get back to sleep. Oh, no. Get rid of the hope, replace it with faith, call things that be not as though they were. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, I'm still sound asleep. <laughs> And with the help of my Father and the greater one that lives within me, I am going to wake up at six o'clock. I'm going to wake up at four o'clock. I'm going to wake up at seven. Whatever the I have never slept that whole time. I, I wake up about 10, 15 minutes before that. Well, there ain't no use backing it up so you can get. No, no, <laughs> no. Or scooting a little further. Hey, God already knows your silly ideas. <laughs> yeah, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. No, you start. This is training. Yes, it don't hurt anything for you to use alarm clock, but you, use your faith on the weekend. Right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no put it on the line. That's the way you develop it. That brings Jesus and his high priestly administrative office on the line. Amen. 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 Oh yeah. And so what if you mess up? When you mess up, fess up don't go tell your boss, oh, you know, I just, no, you know no. Just tell him, no, I stepped out on faith and didn't use my alarm clock, and I'm 15 minutes late, so forgive me, okay? <laughs> or fire me, I, whichever one suits you the most. <laughs> well, you're fired. Glory to God, I was praying for a job when I found <laughs> this one. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You think I'm kidding you, but I'm not. When you begin to put God's Word and His ways first, I want you to know you're in line for the best job you ever had in all of your life. If you'll stand up for Him, He'll stand up for you and the the standby goes into operation. Amen. 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 (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory, 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 hallelujah. (laughs) Now, all of this, the calling things that be not as though they were, standing on the Word, all of this has to happen before the gifts of the Spirit can even operate. Mm -hmm. That's the way you receive the Holy Spirit in the first place. Amen. Amen you just simply take it on what Jesus said. Amen. Amen. I saw William here a while ago. Where, where are you, William? You received the Holy Spirit the other night. There he is, right over there. Amen. Work's done it, brother. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, you just take what Jesus said in the 11th chapter of the book of Mark. Turn over there, I mean the book of Luke. There, there is some really powerful, strong information here concerning receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the 13th chapter of the book of Luke. Now, there's always been all kinds of screwball ideas and stories and everything else about some fellow that is praying and to receive the Holy Ghost and he got some kind of demon. Oh, wow. Well, now, if, if someone that's never been born again attempts to be baptized in the holy ghost that is extremely dangerous so always if you're going to lead somebody i don't i don't care i don't care unless it's somebody very personal you are to know. but if, if you're going to be part of that ministry just uh, you know um, you are you are born again yes sir. yeah you, you and you, you have the witness in your spirit Amen. I receive your testimony. Brother Hagin, you say, I receive your testimony. Don't let the devil talk you out of it. That's that's good. But you get over on solid ground, see. And those of you that are are, uh, uh, watching uh, on the broadcast right now, if you're not sure, if you're not absolutely certain, just ask yourself that question. If something were to happen to me right now, to be absent from the body, be present with it, would that be me? Now, if you're not sure, settle it right now. Do you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead? You believe that? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Pray this, Father. I believe with all my heart that Jesus is raised from the dead. That Jesus is raised from the dead. Come into my heart, Lord. Come into my heart. I have the surety of your word. I have the surety of your word. Your word says, "He shall be saved." He shall be saved. Amen. Now you're in position to receive. Yes, that's okay. right, yes. Now look at what Jesus said here in the 11th chapter of uh, Luke's Gospel. Or yeah, Luke 11:13. I said it backwards. Luke 11:13. If you then, being evil or just natural men, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Oh, somebody say it. How much more? Your your heavenly Father wants you saved. He wants you baptized in the Holy Ghost a whole bunch more than you do. Whoo, you have no idea. No human being has any concept of how much God loves you. Amen. said, Lord, it looks like to me you'd take just the s- slightest little thing that somebody just s- said uh, about Lord. It uh, looks like to me you'd just take the slightest thing and just bring them on to heaven. He said, Kenneth, I'm not trying to keep people out of here. <laughs> he said, yeah. He said, I'm looking on the heart. He said, I'm not looking for formulas. Amen. Yeah. What did Saul of Tarsus? I mean, this is a Christian killer. Yeah. On the road to Damascus, one word, Lord. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> and he told him. And Jesus never brought his past up to him again. Amen. Amen. What's the first thing that happened? He sent Ananias. Ananias is just what you and I'd call a layman. Jesus appeared to him. He said, I want you to go lay hands on him. Did you get him born again? No. I want you to go lay hands on him. And that he may receive his sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Isn't that good? Yeah, but he didn't talk in tongues. Boy, you don't know nothing about the New Testament, do you? Now, at church at Corinth, I mean, that's a tongue-talking group of people. Amen. And he said, if you, look, if you read it in particular Amplified Translation, he said, I thank God I speak in tongues more than all of you put together. Now, that's tongue-talking, brother. If you can. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.